Welcome back. Oh, wait, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> There's the right button. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to the question and answer session for Space Tomato Fist 25 and Jawa Sparky. Um, if you missed the last episode, if you're watching this on YouTube, up there will be a link to go watch that episode first, then come back here. Um, these were where we answer questions from the community on chat. Uh, if you're watching on chat, don't do the little brackets question things. Do not do that. That's not how we answer questions. We use a little coin, a, a little a little rewards thing uh, that you click Captain's Table question and a little coin. And uh, you type into chat what your question is and it'll be added to a queue and then we go through that queue. It allows it so that we don't miss a question if someone has a question and someone's not just spamming the same question 400 times. So that when this question actually does get there and if we're like, meh, I don't, we don't like it, I'm going to just say I don't want that question and we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I think I've moved things around too much. There we go. You can probably see this now. But I'm going to change this so you can see it a little bit better. There we go. I'll turn off the streaming so you can watch my video. Just look at my camera and I'll see. All right. So... Let's get started with the questions. First question for today is from Steve B. Dancer. Do you feel ballistics having limited amount with high damage is balanced with energy weapons? Fist, I think this Don't is ask you. Fist that. Oh, Don't let hoping. Fist talk. Don't let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> he he oh, did, a, I don't know, a, an hour and a half rant on that the other night. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, we got it's the longest captain's table ever. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> sorry, tomato, you're not sleeping. Uh, <laughs> Fist, seriously, I know, I know you. You're oh. you probably the most passionate about this. Oh, okay. So uh. I'll, I'll I'll start. You guys can tell me what you. I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think. I know what Java thinks, but um, mm -hmm. so I love mixing it up. Right? I I super totally agree with what they're doing with energy weapons is the right thing and having like an ammo type thing. Um, but ballistics. Wow. Okay. So I'm looking at, in my example, I put some stuff up on spectrum and got a lot of hate for it, but um, looking at real world airplanes. Okay. I used to work on FATs, right? I was an aviation electrician and Jawa worked on them too. He was an actual ordinance man in the Marine Corps. And so you look at the gun in an F-18, 2021, right? A legacy F-18 Charlie. It has 578 rounds, and it's a 20-millimeter Vulcan cannon called an M61. That gun is the same gun that goes into the SeaWiz Phalanx that sits on uh, the corners of an aircraft carrier, right? Mm -hmm. um, it is, it's the same gun, and the ammo capacity for that gun, because it's mounted on a ship with a, a bigger magazine, it has 1,500, basically, uh, rounds. So my viewpoint when it comes to ammunition is it should be based upon the size of the ship, not the gun. The guns are designed as, as a basic mechanic. They're designed to be portable and moved in and out, right? I, mm -hmm. I get you can only fit so many rounds inside the nose cone of an F-18. But when you have a, a Super Hornet with a size 4 Revenant, having 225 rounds and you have a hammerhead, which is a much, much bigger ship and it has 225 rounds. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. I, I understand upping the damage to make up for the lesser amount of ammo, but basically we're saying 900 years in the future, we have less bullets in a gun than we do on a F-18 that was built in 1978. So that 
it never jived with me. My suggestion to CIG was instead of limiting your ammo on the guns, do the opposite. Give us more ammo and make it more of a heat-based system, kind of like Mass Effect, where uh, they utilized a Mass Effect feel to make your bullet go really, really fast. But it was mm. the bullets weren't bullets. They were like little tiny particles. They just accelerated extremely fast to cause ballistic damage. And mm -hmm. I think if you did that and you just based it off of heat, then people could stay out there and do stuff longer because if you, like, I like to load up a hammerhead with revenants, right? And, mm -hmm. like, every turret is a freaking revenant. And you're out of ammo within uh, two, three, five minutes of gameplay, and then it's like a 20-minute, 30-minute thing to go back, find somewhere that it has a dock, dock, reload, restock, and then get back out there to the fight. That I don't want to spend time, you know, reloading. I want to spend time out there shooting people, right? That's mm -hmm. That's... I get that it's part of the game to, you know, to be more real life, but so I'm not a fan of yanking down the ammo and upping the damage. I understand what they're doing and I hopefully in the future, they will make it more ship based as far as a, a magazine. You know, we, mm -hmm. they, that's just what makes sense to me. Cause it's a lot more real for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. <laughs> I, I will agree with you. I will agree with you that I think that what should be based off of the size of the ship rather than the, the, the size of the gun. The gun should have a magazine in them that is fed for a certain amount, but that mm -hmm. shouldn't be the only. There should be some auto-loading auto systems, makes sense, you know, yep. even it even exists in the, the Novatonk, you know, like, and, and for gameplay, and... and and I don't like the I don't like the the 900 years in the future argument because this is a video game, so it's more about balance in video games. Right, right. But also, yeah, a, a hammerhead rock and daka should scare the ever living shit out of you. It should be able to sit out there for for you know hours just blowing people away because you need nine people to crew that thing. Yeah, it's not it's not a, it's a significant investment. It should have more ammo than a super hornet. You know, um, if anything, a super hornet should have less ammo than it currently has because of its size. Well, if you rock well, it all I do, Daka, you know. While I do sympathize with that argument, uh, the the ship interiors will be a part of that. Yeah, that's true. The ship interiors will have the benefit of carrying a lot of extra ammo in them. Right. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. also, yeah. I think we need ballistics, and I'll say the other the other thing I'll mm -hmm. add is. Um, oh, it slipped my mind. Uh, oh, I think what they should do is stop bullet pen. Bullets shouldn't be able to penetrate shields. They should, because it's an easier balance to say bullets penetrate, uh, um, bullets uh, damage hull better, but they don't do well against armor and they don't do well against shields. Whereas um, energy weapons go well against shields, but they don't do well against, or, have difficulty with shields, but go through armor pretty fast, but don't do well against hull. And the distortion weapons just wreck shields, but do very little to armor and, and hull. That right. kind of rock, scissors, paper, scissors gameplay, to, because that would force players to not just load up on DACA and fly out there and just blow everybody up. Because when you when you use bullet supply as a limiting, uh, limiting uh, thing, people will just find ways of breaking that balance. Mm -hmm. They'll just go, cool, I'll just 
constantly bring supplies out. And where well, people will say, oh yeah, that's that's the point. It'll be more expensive. It's like, yeah, but expense is not a good way of tiering gameplay. Right. Because that just causes people to say, cool, now I've played longer. I have more money. I can just throw money, you know, in-game money at the problem rather than, mm-hmm. you know, finding an interesting solution to the problem. Right. So that would... Well, and, uh, and, and they need to do some work with... Shit, like I was watching last week's uh, Captain's Table, and I don't know if it was Vertigo or not, but uh, they were talking about layering shields and having different layers of shields, and yeah, and I think that's a good idea. But I also think you know the sh- the shields we have in game now, maybe the lore could be re- reworked or whatever. But some should be better against uh, lasers. Some should be better against yeah. specifically ballistics. I think they only the Sugarons are good. They literally used to have it. The early implementation of shields in the arena commander. I don't know if you were there fist for that one, but if no, you remember that. I wasn't. They they literally had that. They had some shields which were better against missiles. Like hmm. they straight up were just built to handle missiles. So hmm. you couldn't missile somebody. Um, but those missiles were weaker against ballistics. And there were some that were better against ballistics, but weaker against she- missiles and energy weapons. And so you had to get a type of um, shield that would balance better with wh- wh- whoever you're taking. And... Right. So, so something they've done in the past. I'd love now that we're coming back to more of though, like the bu- boost fuel and the the, the two point six levels of balancing where they were, um, you know, that that's those sorts of gameplay concepts. I'd love to see them bring that back as well, where like that would really differentiate shields, where it's not just straight. This doesn't has this much health. It's like this has this much health, but this resistance against this, 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 and this. So, yeah, so. and that's another. I mean, boost is a whole separate yeah. change and topic, but um, we were playing the other day, Chow and I, and uh, I'm still having boost shut down uh, with heat shutting down my engines, like on an MSR, like very right. quickly. Mm-hmm. And okay, af- afterburner, which essentially is what it is, right? Yeah. You're, it, it's more of a fuel thing. You should be losing fuel, not. Not shutting down your engine because it's getting too hot. I mean, it's it should. I mean, if it works anyway, like a modern jet fighter would, in theory, you're just pouring fuel on the exhaust, basically. Yeah. And I, I, it's it's. I know some ships are really really great on boost. Some ships are not. But I I do really like the new mechanic, and Mm -hmm. I wish it was just more on energy. But the limiting factor was fuel. And because, I mean, that adds into the loop of refueling, right? Oh, man, Mm -hmm. I can't use boost. I ran out of gas, you know? Yeah. I I feel like that's probably going to come into the, into the, into there. And it may already be in there. I don't know. I haven't done the testing where like the amount of fuel you use, you burn much faster Um, uh, when you, when you do it. It could be, but I don't know. Um, Space Tomato, what are your thoughts on, on having limited amounts with high damage? Is that balanced with energy weapons? I, to be honest, I am only just now getting into combat really for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like I've always kind of dabbled in it, but I've never really focused that much on it. Um, combat's never been something that interested me too much, but I do like these new changes. It's gotten me a little bit more into it. And I like that it makes me feel like I need to, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But when I used to play, I wouldn't know what I needed to do to improve. Now with these newer changes, especially with the changes to weapons, when I go out and I don't do well, I know what I did wrong. 
I I have a lot easier time kind of understanding where I made mistakes. And while I don't necessarily think that it, we should be limited this much in terms of ballistics, I mean, you're basically, you're running through ballistics in one battle yeah. and then going back to get more, more, uh, more ammo. I, I do think that it's nice to have it limited in some way. And who knows, maybe they're, maybe they're going to whip out some random ship re rearming ship in the next quarter. That, that suddenly makes us all like, hey, maybe we don't need to be carrying around a ton of ammo. That's another one. Of but you'd still be things. rearming. Yeah. You'd still be rearming after right. every battle. So you would, yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt as much. I mean, I can I can understand rearming. Like I think rearming is still important because yeah. especially yeah. when you go out in like if you have something that's really good and you go out into pyro, it's really good for like the the five minutes you have of it. And now if you're going to a pitch battle and you're a long way from your resupply lines, you know, well, you should have packed lasers, you know, yeah, they're less effective, but you're not going to run out, you know? Yeah. And who's to know if they would actually have that ammo there in pyro, because we're going to space stations to, Hey, I need a magazine for this and whoops. (laughs) They don't have any. I really hope they don't do that, but like they probably will. Like, um, I, 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 but, Oops. But, but they will for sure. Don't do. listen, CIG. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly will be doing different ammo types, like incendiary yeah. versus armor piercing yeah. versus right, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. So that also brings up the fact of like different damage characteristics for different weapons. Right. So, you know. Uh, 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 I, well, I got one more thing on that though. Okay. Like. <laughs> Pyro, I mean, it's so much bigger, right? I mean, when you say, when you said, Paul, that, hey, you should have packed lasers, and I hear, I heard a lot of that on Spectrum was like, well, this is, this is a video game, this is the future, this is space, and, and, but there obviously is a role for ballistics here. Yeah. I, I don't, I, the, the whole beauty of Star Citizen, to me, one of the beauties is, you are so free to make your own choice, good or bad. You have the options in front of you to make these choices. And it seems to me like it's with this patch, and I understand the rebalancing, but they're really pushing us very heavily into energy weapons. And right. I just, I, I want to have a, I want it to be more balanced where it makes sense if I do a, a mixed build or if I, you know, I know if I'm going out with ballistics, I'm probably going to have to rearm. And I knew that last patch, right? But I didn't have to do it after fighting three ships in, in one, you know, one mission. Yeah. I go out there and I'm trying to make as much money as I can or do whatever yeah. in the shortest amount of time. That's what it's about for a lot of people. Time is money. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's, well, but I get it. The rebalancing, I, I get it. Yeah. But hey, one thing, CIG, stop pulling range away from cannons they should be yes a, can- a cannon's made to shoot really far right a gatling is made to shoot short so yeah i, I would i i would there's definitely needs to be some advantages with can like especially with cannons and with ballistics that needs to be they need to they need to balance that out and i feel like like while i while i think that's an important thing to talk about i feel like that's a nitty-gritty like that's a thing to talk about like in an individual feedback like on spectrum on uh on like 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 right now while we're while we're doing this i know um virgil's doing his like fifth or sixth episode of he ever he's ever done of his deep dive podcast where they do a really good job of breaking down 
it, it's like four to six hours long, but they do a really good job of breaking down the current meta, the current mechanics, and go into detail about what should be done, what needs to be done. It's a very good podcast. Um, and like, that's an important thing, but I think like, I feel good about that. Like, I feel good that they're, we're having this kind of conversation, this kind of question, because it means that we're getting towards that where the nitty gritty starts mattering. I'd, <laughs> I'd like, I like the fact that this is a question and not when salvage, uh, you know, because <laughs> that's the question that seems, the question seems more like, Hey, we're talking about gameplay. So anyways, mm -hmm. uh, Jawa, did you have anything else you want to say about this before we move on or? Not really, except for just an observation. Um, when Fist and I were playing the other night, uh, he jumped in a turret and goes, hey, there's more ammo up here. So I think that they may be doing that to um, increase multiplayer. So that, that's yeah. just my two cents. That's not an understatement. We were in an MSR and the pilot had 35 rounds. The turret had 320 rounds. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, yeah. huge, right? I get they have their own power source, whatever, but um, that's awesome. No, yeah. that's that's exactly what yeah. they needed to do. Yeah. Yep. That's why, that's why, um, why multi-crew, uh, multi-crew, multi uh, or not multi-crew, uh, why, yeah, no, why, why the hammerhead is absolutely beastly. I've rolled, rocked mm -hmm. out in a, in a five, five or six person hammerhead with like four of the turrets uh, going in one person in the, in the pilot seat. It, it deletes anything that comes within range oh. of that thing is just deleted. It, yeah. it, like yeah. two two turrets can converge on it; it's dead in seconds. Yeah. Um, and that's using the stock loadout. That's not even using the most meta builds. I imagine if it was using right. ballistics, just good night, Irene. <laughs> in, in my in my hammerhead video, we had seven turrets manned with all revenants. Yeah, and I mean we we just decimated everything. We went to an ERT mission or something, and. Yeah or ECM mission, and um, all those Connies was like two seconds. Right. Yeah, dead. Which is what it should be. A hammerhead yeah. should be scared. Yeah. A hammerhead yeah. should yeah. be... You see a hammerhead show up that's fully manned, you should try to calculate how you can get out of there as fast as you possibly can. Because yeah. you shouldn't go, oh, I'll kill this in, with my, my arrow. Like, that That shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Alright, let's move on to the next question. Uh, Orpheus asks, once Star Citizen will be ready for release, do you think that it will be revealed at a big event like E3 or Gamescom? No. I, I think do. I think it'll be at an E3 or Gamescom, but I feel like Squadron 42 is more likely to have a big reveal at one of those events. I think uh, when it goes to console eventually one day, oh yeah. it, it'll, it'll show up there. Oh, yeah. And, and before, to head off any questions, because this always comes up, Every single Wing Commander game has made its way to a console. Squadron yeah. 42 is going to make its way to a console. Not maybe at the beginning. It won't be probably released at the same time as the PC version. But it's going to end up on a console. It's just mm -hmm. the fact. And, you know, as I always like to point out, the reason why I backed Star Citizen wasn't because I was, like, only PC. But, like, I was tired of seeing games coming to console and then being ported to PC so I'd rather it be in PC where it's this nice, beautiful, complex nature and then it gets ported to console and they have to strip out things here and there to modify it for the console people just because I was tired of, you know, uh, PC games being turned into console games, <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, anyway, 
moving on, uh, or no, uh, not even moving on. Jawa, what do you think? Do you think it'll uh, Star Citizen will be announced at an E3 or Gamescom? I I think it'll be announced. I don't think it's going to be as big um, not, not of an announcement. Announce. No, I, I really don't. That's uh, my two cents. Space Man, what do you think? I think they're going to run their uh, a pretty separate marketing campaign i think maybe squadron will have a trailer but i don't think star citizen will have much of a presence at those events okay. maybe gamescom maybe Gamescom. yeah gamescom is a big one that they usually go to so yeah um it's also the biggest biggest gaming convention in the world people think e3 is but gamescom is massive um because it's more international u.s and Jap- Jap- japanese and european studios all converge on gamescom so have you been to Gamescom Tomato? I know you in the area, like within I've the region. <laughs> never been to any of the of the events uh, before. Yeah, would like have, to, but just haven't been ch- around to it. Yeah, if you have a chance to go, it's 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 a apparently a life changing experience. Um, all right, I'm gonna skip this one because it's just Jinji Trucking. He says I see salvage. Yes, salvage is on the roadmap. It's gonna be moved. Uh, <laughs> uh, next question is what. Uh, is is will salvage hold on the release map? No. Yeah. Will it hold? Slip. Meaning, will it come out in twenty sixteen? No. Uh, no. 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 I think there's a chance, but I, but I, it's not high. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna wait to see what we see <laughs> on ISC and and uh, all, all the all the videos that's, that they put out. Yeah, I think yeah, if we start next, to see it in the next couple months, yeah, it, it it's got a real good shot. Yeah, these next few months will be telling the monthly reports. That's yeah, I was sure. probably say read the monthly reports. Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds bad, but and if you don't like reading, I know Space Tomato does a breakdown of the monthly reports. I do a breakdown of the monthly reports. I'm sure Fist and Jawa talk about the monthly reports and their own stuff. That's what we're here Not for. Really. <laughs> we will now, Fist. We yes. will now. do it now. Yeah. I, I, I've been doing them on my my office hours, kind of going through them because it takes a while. It could take like an hour just to go through them and break them down. But yeah. you know, if you don't like reading, there's a there's plenty of com- creators who do that. So make sure you're following those. Yep. Follow Space Tomato for sure. Yes. yes. And Astropub. Now we we don't want to be necessarily a news uh, site. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do bring it up from time to time during streams or or mostly during streams when we can actually have a right. conversation. But, um, yeah, we decided we don't want to be kind of a news site because there's a lot of awesome ones already out there. Yeah. And I, I just don't want to take away from that. Yeah. Yeah. We just bring it up as side conversation while we're out doing something. We're quantuming somewhere. We got some time. And, and hey, did you check this out? Did you check that out? So. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next question. Stevie Dancer asks, since the Misk Hole C is supposed to come out in 316, do you think the SRV will be released with it uh, with it so you can unload it? We think no. that may be like an, the, uh, one of the unknown ships or something? Yeah. I would like it to because I have one. I don't think so, though. I, yeah. I think they need to physicalize cargo, and it doesn't seem like they're going to get physicalized cargo in until at least 317. Yeah. I think we've already got our Argo ship for the year, and I don't think they'll put out another one. Yeah. Which one was they, they released this year? The Raft. Oh, they haven't released it yet, though. We don't know. They haven't released it, no. I mean, but I think yeah. that's what's going to be the yeah. Argo ship for the year. Either 
concept or whatever it might be. We'll see. Uh, I, yeah, I would say no, though. I don't think we're going to see so, an SRV. Right. Or, uh, there's, there's one unannounced ship for October. Mm-hmm. So it's probably it's what was in the ship. the monthly report uh, that the, that finished the, final art. I believe they said. Was it a UK team? I thought that was no, no. That's a different one. The okay. UK team has gotten an unannounced ship through Final Art. The variant was the US team, I believe. Okay, and there's a variant of a popular ship that they're working on, which they haven't talked about. So. Yeah. Um. Tomato ambulance. The tomato ambulance. <laughs> tomato ambulance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I. Yeah. I. I. It's got to be a medical thing. That's what I think. But. Yeah. Um. Next question. Do from Jinji. Um, who asks, do you think medical will have complex surgery? Not not at the moment. Um, eventually, I, I think it'd be cool. And then that would be a complete new um, oh, yeah. uh, game loop. I don't think we'll ever get full complex surgery. I think we'll get something that's a gamified fun version of that. Like... Mm-hmm where the injury you have to diagnose the injury and it'll tell you what's wrong with it. And then you have to go in and fix that with specific tools, but they'll gamify it. And it'll be like you in a console, like working robotic arms or something like that. But it won't, it won't, I don't think it'll be like surgeon simulator level. If you grab something and you have to like make the incision and cause that's just going to get nasty quickly and it's too complicated with, yeah, I I think you'll have something that's simplified. So 2950 version of, Operation, then you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'll, Dr. Mario, I don't think we're going to see that at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to see that at all. At least not, not the true not zero before release. No, I don't. No. Maybe like as an expansion, but uh, I, th- I think we're going to see well, like uh, we can replace stuff with cybernetics, and yeah. you'll be able to maybe change your face or something in game, and, and like. <laughs> Things like that, but uh, I would say that that is such a very complex type of yeah loop, yeah. That, and it's so specific that I think it'd be cool. Don't get me wrong; I just don't think we're yeah. going to see that uh, before the game actually releases. I'm leaning more towards what you're saying, Fist. I think it could happen, but it would only be part of the medical bed gameplay, like the right. kind of medical game, like right. Tier zero, we're just going to hop into a medical game bed and they'll just fix it. But I think right. maybe down the line that will be that'll be part of it. But in terms of like like mask on, clamping, sutures, like, yeah, like make sure they're know. knocked out, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Well, what about emergency medical gameplay? Um, I forgot uh, who it is that had a video out, you know, that they helped the person that fell down the cliff. Yeah. You know, they help them on there, maybe splint them or bandage their wounds or something yes. like that. Drugs. Just, just, just drugs. Them up. Drugs. drugs. <laughs> can I get a oh, staple yeah, gun? Yeah. Can I get yeah, a yeah. staple gun? I can yeah, that was, that was Board Gamer that had that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did I, inject I, them with the, yeah. Yeah. I do think that it's going to be, they'll be, they'll have some emergency medical. And I think that's what the, the red is for. The red is going yeah. to be that that what your yeah it's the ambulance yep fog yeah. standard triage you you'll you'll having one is important but I don't think it's going to be you're not going to be doing complex surgery in a red <laughs> no 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 yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I, but I think you're right like like knowing the differences like having a splint you have a broken leg here's a splint that'll fix it or yeah. use this drugs to get you to a point or yeah I think there'll be something like that uh, one to get more <laughs> complex so 
What do you think, Space Tomato? Oh, it's morphologist. Yeah. Oh, I just I don't think we'll get it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get <laughs> complex surgery. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Uh, I think if they're going to get very deep into the professions, they'd probably focus on some of the more that are more crucial to the space sim aspect yeah. of the game. Maybe by the time we're seeing like a full-on farming profession, maybe we'll get that. But yeah. no, nothing in the next six years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, you also got to remember that it's the, the fun factor. You know, if mm-hmm. if no one wants to be laying on a bed. While 420XXX no scope 420XXX has to perform surgery on you. <laughs> Wonder what they named their ship. Doing your mom. Uh, <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Uh, like no one wants that to happen. You know, no no one wants wants uh, the the doctors from from uh, from some Simpsons to do to do surgery on them. You know. <laughs> No one wants Dr. Nick walking in on, on there being like, oh, it's okay. It's time for me to put on my rubbery, glo- rubbery gloves and do surgery. I Don't worry. I, t- I did the tutorial. Uh, you know, uh, Q-Fan so, says that's Vertigo's Carrick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's also an important thing to remember. All right. Midnight Black SC asks, what is your favorite ship and why is it the Redeemer? It's not the <laughs> This one sounds like it's for you, Paul. Okay, I, I will. I will. I will make a challenge. I will. I will. I will do a Disco Lando challenge. All right. All right. If if we reach fifteen thousand subscribers on YouTube, fifteen thousand before the end of the year, I will call the Redeemer my favorite ship for the rest of twenty twenty two for the entirety of twenty twenty two. Balls in your court, chat. Uh, where, where are you at court. right now? Yeah, you, you, you redeemers. I'm at nine thousand seven hundred and eighty. That's it's, it's not impossible. It's doable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, doable. if you really like the redeemer and you want me to stop ragging on the redeemer, then you know, bribe me with follows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Remember, people, you can buy subscribers. Yes. <laughs> oh God! Please no. Send them his way. Uh, um, uh, no, you have to buy one. I will buy one if we reach fifteen thousand. It'll be my favorite ship, and I will buy buy a redeemer. I I will do that. Uh, I answered that question with uh, size five guns. Yes. <laughs> No, it's important. I think the Redeemer is going to be an interesting one to talk about because basically anything above size four is pretty hard to hit a fighter. Um, mm-hmm. If not impossible to hit a fighter, <laughs> like small fighters. So well, with that being such heavy guns. We used to talk. Yeah. But I mean, like, ship the it's, it's difficult to hit in like a dogfighting situation. Now, again... Yeah. A redeemer is not a dogfighter. If you're using a redeemer as a dogfighter, that's your problem. <laughs> but those turrets seem like a lot of people think that they're, they're for anti-fighter. I think it's more for just ground support. It's the Apache helicopter yeah. of Star yeah. Citizen. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I agree. Yeah. So it's, that's important it's, to include that. If it's hot garbage, then uh, <laughs> CC, then I'll CC it for you know CCU it for something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Say Tosin asks, you say tomato, I say tomato. You mean tomato? <laughs> no, that's probably, 
Definitely tomato. Tomato. Uh, all right. Uh, good question from Guns and Glue. What kind of modularity should the Redeemer have? I could see a medical swap out for the 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 troop transport area. Mm-hmm. I could see him swap it out for an emergency medical bed, or like a size, mm-hmm. like a like a tier three, to make tier it a triage. Three? Yeah, oh, okay. basic yeah. tier three right. is the basic. Right. Right. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. I could see uh, bombs. Bombs. Yeah, I could see. And, bombs, I, and I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna bring this up uh, with my other rant, but uh, putting putting bombs on things is very very common in today's aircraft right like yeah uh before tomcats went away tomcat is an interceptor fighter right and Mm -hmm. before they were retired i was on the very last cruise with vf-31 um and we were in iraqi freedom and we were putting bombs on a tomcat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was dropping bombs and uh yeah you should i think once we get bombs in there you could definitely do a lot of gameplay on that. You know, hey, you don't put a gun on that pylon. You put a bomb launcher, you know, uh, <laughs> and, you know, able to drop bombs. Because I, I really think ground support and that type of theater of war stuff is going to be super fun. And I think it's going to be a big part of the game. And I would love to see refitting the Redeemer with uh, maybe not the, the, you know, the huge bombs in the A2, but good sized bombs. and. <laughs> Yeah, I think bomb gameplay is one of those things where, again, back to to to, to the to the wise, all knowing space tomato with that 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 smart little like. By the way, we've got you know stealth updates. Bombs are in the in the the roadmap. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening, where you could buy yeah. a bomb pylon to replace a missile missile pylons or gun hard hard slot to drop bombs, turning any ship into a bomber. Yeah, you know. but I'm wondering if they're going to do, um, well, you'll have, you know, a multi-person gameplay where you actually have to get out and load the bombs, so. Yeah. <laughs> we've got, we've yeah. got, the, we've got the, uh, the the small portable, like, you know, I, I could see loading a, you know, a 100-pound bomb onto the, uh, uh, with, with, with the hand tractor beam, you know. Yeah, your hand tractor beam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could, but then again, we get back to you know four twenty xxx no scope four twenty twenty. You really want him loading your bombs onto your onto your redeemer? You know? <laughs> That's why I'm saying let's joust with bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, I, I don't think we heard from t- Tomato. Did you? Do any kind of? Um, I mean, this might be a little too close to home, but how about a dropship variant? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The original use. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a, a good size. It would be it would be a good competitor to the, what, what is it, the Hoplite? Vanguard Hoplite? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the, the dropship Vanguard? So, yeah. Uh, how about you, Jawa? Any, um... Uh, but you've already taken it. I mean, bombs, uh, medical bay, definitely. Um, because look at all the uses of the Apache helicopter. Look at all, you know, in the modern day, all the different things that they use it for. Only thing I'd even throw in there, hey, why not cargo? Yeah, cargo. A cargo variant would be good. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, the back end of the 
uh, of the Redeemer has like small four seats, mm-hmm. I think something like that. So they have a small drop ship, but I think I think what Tomato's talking about is like a, just like a swap out the crew bay for mm-hmm. you know more seats for a drop ship or something like that. Yeah. So or like the the central area where the where the turret places are. Yeah, swap out the turrets for more cargo space or for more um, uh, transports. Drop seats, jump seats. I don't know about the cargo there, Jawa. That's a lot of guns on that ship. (laughs) I mean, if you like seriously, like it's, I don't know. If I want cargo, I'm going to do a a freelancer or I'm going to do a a hull series. Right, right. This is, uh, seems like the role here would be more specific to fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, you know. Yeah. Hey, why not? I, um, I, I hey. can see it like a like a like the like essentially trying to turn it into a vanguard but for like a vanguard replacement almost but almost for ground attack because I could also see yeah. using it a, a modular for the, for cargo as a way of saying, "Hey, we don't have a Valkyrie, but we can take mm-hmm. a couple of our our uh, redeemers and turn them into cargo vessels so that we can right. drop like supplies and a hot zone yep. you know drop drop these buckets of bullets onto the combat zone yeah well how about this uh, this will kind of make fist happy i think if you uh do a modular thing to put extra ballistics magazines so you yes can, yeah yes huge <laughs> magazines no i was also thinking that somebody in chat said command and control um yeah. type yeah, stuff okay. like an amphibious assault because we were talking about that last uh, last month yeah all right um, next question comes from Lady Space Patrol, who asks, "Which starship are each of you looking most f- are looking forward to seeing? Do you anticipate that they will be deploy systems spreading outward from Stanton, or will they put temporary jump points in for systems that it might not actually be one to two jumps from Stanton in?" Jawa, two. So these are the two questions. What What are you looking forward to, and do you think uh, which systems do you think they'll have? Yeah, I I think that um, we talked about this last time. You know, I want to see Nyx. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Um, I I don't know if they're going to do the jump points or not because Nyx is two jump points away. It is. Yeah. So that would be kind of an issue. Um, they've mentioned They've hinted at Nix is going to be coming out, but I think I I think there's a jump point from Pyro, mm-hmm. um. But so that's an awful lot of work for them to do. Um, I think they may do like a fix at the beginning where you can just jump from Stanton to Nix. I don't know, but um, yeah, I want to see Nix. And yep. okay, uh, Fist, what do you think? What are you what are you looking forward to and do you think what what do you think they're gonna be deploying? So I I would have said before three fourteen, I was looking forward to the Ares Inferno. Um, <laughs> I, I am still looking forward to the Ares ships, but I I really, really want the Ranger to come out. I want my space motorcycle. What, um, what about what about systems? We're talking about like Yeah, systems. systems. Oh, I well, thought we were talking about ships. Oh, yeah. my bad. Um, <laughs> I want to go to Terra. Okay. I that's that's I really want to. Of course, Soul, but um, yeah. I, I a Terra doesn't Terra have a a jump from Stanton? Yeah, 
Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. I know they're not. They're probably not working on it at all. But if, if it was something they were working on right now, I would uh, say Pyro because I'm. I really like uh, the way that the whole Dying Star type of deal, and uh, I'm really interested in Ruin Station and uh, killing pirates out there. So um, I'm much more into the dogfighting than Jawa is. I think. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, but uh, Terra would be awesome to see. Do you think they're going to continue to spread out just like one or two jump points away, like or like like string it along? Or do you think they'll add like like say um, Nemo, which is like several, which is like several jumps away from Stanton? Do you think they'll they'll just put a system in because they think it's cool and then add, add, add a temporary jump point, or do you think they'll keep with this kind of nope. spidering? No. Yeah. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna stay fairly true to the map that they already have out there. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I hear what you're saying, Paul. I I really like two, three or four jump points out, and I really don't think that they will release something like that because um they'll have to build those jump points because I really don't think that they'll say oh here oh another joint point jump point just popped up. Unless there's mm-hmm. gameplay on going out there and discovering jump points. Okay. Uh, how about you, Space Mano? What, what are you looking forward to in terms of systems? And what do you anticipate um, how the, they'll, they'll deploy the systems? Oh, well, I like to make sure everybody knows I like Ellis the most. So oh. that, <laughs> is, that is my system of choice. It is a beautiful system. It's huge. It's got a lot of planets on it. Um, so I, I can't wait to go there. I think that they will likely... I think the systems that they add to the game will always be driven by something else. I don't think they're going to randomly pick and choose systems. I think if they need something because something is coming out and that system has it, they'll add that system. If they need to throw in a temporary jump point that connects that system to what we have, I think they'll do it. Uh, I think that'll be true up until beta. I don't think that they'll keep doing that after launch. Like, I don't think they'll just throw random systems in random places. But I think for testing purposes, when they need to, they'll make a system if mm-hmm. if it has to be made. You know, if, if Pyro wasn't where it was and we were in Stanton was completely surrounded by lawful systems, they probably would have thrown a lawless system in there because we have to test that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I agree. Well, I would think, I think it would be cool if they did a little... Uh... And I'm gonna bring bring in Wing Commander the movie here, um, and and chat chat mentioned this too that uh, if we come up to some kind of quasar or something and we were able to use our pilgrim skills to actually plot a jump point ourselves, yeah, um, something that's not standard has a big gate because I know the some of the jump points or some of the ships aren't gonna fit through them because they're too small yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to do that manually, uh, I think it'd be really neat. And you just come out at this weird point, or or we even discover our own jump points or something like that. I think yeah. I think that that would be definitely mm-hmm. part of it, the exploration loop. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think it's planned for sure. And I long for the day when they finish a system that's not planned or that they haven't talked about, and they just slip it into the game, and they may mention offhanded like, "We've done this now." It's somewhere You'll in the find four it. systems we've we've already put out there. Good luck. Right. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, I, I long for that day. I love to see that. Uh, my my I'm looking forward to seeing is Spider, is Cathcart mm-hmm. with Spider because that's that is nuts. A floating 
junk pile of old decrepit military ships and like other large ships that have been welded together to make a space station is nuts. A space station the size of a city, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm looking forward to something like that. Um, though more more modern, I'm definitely looking forward to either Castra or Magnus. Castra mm-hmm. is just, uh, it's one jump away from Nyx. It's got, it's an old military base and it's uh, the, it's, settlement is Sherman, which is in the mountains. So you like fly in from the mountains and, and land there and it's beautiful. They've done a bunch of concept art for it um, to make it look, it looks really cool. It looks like, it looks like, uh, it looks like what you think City on the clouds. is supposed to look like. Like, like, I know you live in, in Colorado Fest, so I know, I know it's a little, a little different, but like when people think, oh yeah, it's a mile high city, you think like cloud, like mountain ranges yeah. are peeking behind yeah. it and it's just a city <laughs> that's resounding on, not just like a flat plateau that you land, you know, you're, you know, you can right. come in there, but like, yeah, it's, 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 it's called the castle in the sky or something like that, right? Yes. It's the castle in the sky. Oh, it's, cool. it's on Cascom. Um, so it's like this old military base that's been turned into a civilian um, landing zone. So it's got these old military tech that date back hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. So one oh. of the places that we used to go to all the time was Alameda Naval Base because when they shut yeah. down Alameda. Um, I was stationed there. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Like it's just it's this huge facility with just massive like – Everything you can think of from the military is there and civilian mm-hmm. stuff. There's just so much stuff, like huge areas. For those of you who don't know about this, if you ever watch Mythbusters, whenever they do yeah. a testing, they're testing yeah. at Alameda Naval Base. Yeah. Because it shut down in the 90s and uh, uh, and stuff. So we used to go on like back in the day, we used to do the, the not so legal stuff because when the, <laughs> the Navy pulled out, they left a bunch of mothballed ships in, in, the, in oh, yeah. the harbor. They didn't patrol them or protect them at all. So, and we were like World War II, like Liberty vessels and, and like cargo vessels from like the seventies, like things that aren't like classified and they like took all the guns off, but it's just there. So people would just, we just go in as a kid. I would just wander around these old <laughs> naval ships for fun. And I like that idea and like that, that kind of aesthetics. That's why Cascom is really cool for me. But I agree with you. I don't, I don't think we're going to just, they won't put in a, a, um, they won't put in a, a, a system like on the other side of the galaxy unless it's there to be tested. Um, there's one system that I'm blanking on the name for, Lear. Lear. They talk a lot about Lear. There's a lot of mentions of Lear, but it's on the other side of, of, of the in-game star map from where we are now. That mm-hmm. might, because I've talked about it enough, it, that's where the sandworm is, for instance. That yeah. might end up getting a temporary jump point just because it's cool and they might want to test the sandworm out or other things, but I, I don't think so. So, well, you you mentioned Magnus too, right? And that's isn't that where MacArthur's at? Yes, no, MacArthur is on Magnus, used to be what MacArthur was. Um, it's uh, oh, Keel, the Keel system is where MacArthur is. And Sorry. it's where does where's Anvil based out of Magnus? Uh, it's based out of MacArthur. Magnus is MacArthur. Drake is, is is Drake is or Drake. That's what I'm thinking. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Next question. 
Midnight Black SC asks, do you like the changes to the ballistic? Okay, we already talked about that, so I'm going to move on from that. Um, <laughs> don't I mean, let, I can, don't I let can go on. I can go on. <laughs> that, that question was asked, the first question was asked like the very first two hours ago. That question was asked like 15 minutes ago. So, um, All right. Um, Lady Space Patrol asks, with all the momentum on server meshing, why do you think this won't be until summer of 2022? Do you think static meshing will be sooner or dynamic meshing be even later? Um, I, th I think this is more directed towards me. Maybe uh, tomato. Did you, you also thought it was going to be summer, right? Mm -hmm. What do you, why yeah. do you think it's going to be summer? What, what are your reasoning behind that? Because I'm hoping that it's in January. So I'm just adding six months <laughs> onto that. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Um, it, that, that's that's basically it. I mean, there's really not much that goes into an actual prediction at this point because yeah. it's such a long-term feature. We've been seeing mentions of it in monthly reports, in ISC, in various different things for, for years, if not just months. So mm -hmm. it's hard to look at the progress being made right now and predict where it could be. Uh, all we know is that a lot of things are being finished up and a lot of pre-existing features are being ported over to work with server meshing, but there's not really much of a timetable to, to go with. Yeah. I, 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 because I also agree with that, I think the reason you basically summed it up pretty well, which is they're talking about it and there's a lot of work being done, but there's not a lot of showing being done. People- I We'll give that a, a citizen con. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of people think that CIG is super sneaky and the, like they, they like to go around and sneak and like, they're like, like, oh, we're working on stuff and you don't know about it, which they are, but they'll tell you that to your face frequently because they like to talk about what they do because they, they work in an art form, you know, video games, an art form. So people who are artistic love to express themselves and show what they're working on, especially if they spend hours on it and nights and beat you know beat their head against the wall of multiple days and weeks and sl slept two hours because they're trying to chase down this one problem when it's done and implemented they damn well will tell you that they did it <laughs> because they worked hard on it and so cig is not like secretly working on things they'll tell you what they're doing and they'll like to tell you what they're doing and cig isn't openly talking about it right now they're not the chatter is not high and if the chatter is not high i'm going based off of all these other factors, like it needs um, the inventory system to come in. The inventory system's not coming in until at least 3.15. And that could slip as well. Um, it's being worked on, so I don't think it's like, it's not one of those like, I don't know when it's coming in or years, years away. But I don't think it's soon. So that's why I say summer or next fall, because that's just, I'm, I'm, I think it's coming in in summer, so I'm adding six months. That's, that's the, uh, <laughs> the, the rationale for that. Yeah. So, um, Fizz, you thought it was going to become earlier, right? Because you, you said you were well, a little bit more pessimistic or a little optimistic. Yeah, so, okay. I, I, when they announced iCache, basically, and, and the differences from PCache, right? I think it was towards the end of 3.9, 310, early 310 maybe when they really started kind of talking about that mm -hmm. and this was I think before 314 was even on the roadmap right and 
they said it'll be coming out in this here. And I and I kept telling people, hey, it's that's nine months away if it doesn't slip. Yeah. Plan for a year, right? <laughs> and so and now we're looking at a year because it slipped. And so mm-hmm. they started talking about server meshing pretty much right after like 3.11 is when they really we really started seeing chatter about it, like hardcore. And so I'm planning a year from that. So. Yeah. Okay. Which is which would be think, March of 2021. Or yeah, so 318-ish. Yeah. Maybe 17 if they get a lot of work done earlier. There's so much work on network stuff. It is very, very complicated. I don't think people realize how complicated it is to, mm. to do that, but it's not unheard of. I mean, most MMOs have some crazy form of server meshing, and it's and like you guys were talking about last week, this is not just World of Warcraft here. So um, it, it's incredibly difficult to do, but I think they can do it. And I think they got the right network guys over there. And uh, I just hope it's sooner rather than later. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm hoping 317. <laughs> I, 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 if they get it out in 317, I will be doing handstands because it means DC uh, is going to get fixed. Like, like server meshing, I, I, at this point, server meshing is less of a priority to me than desync because desync is gameplay. I want to be able to play. I'm just game. gonna. <laughs> I I just recorded that. I expect you to release a video <laughs> of handstands if it happens. I will do handstands, 100 percent live stream it if it comes out in 317. All right. Okay. I, I will. Okay. I will. I will go full. I will cosplay as board gamer if it comes out in 317. I will oh, shave my head oh. entirely. And I want to see that one. You know, I'm gonna be here for this. I want to be on this episode. <laughs> yeah. that I've I've done it before. I went completely bald in the middle of COVID because I didn't want to didn't want to go out. So I just shaved my head. So it, it's it, it's done before. People who've watched me before know what 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 bald Paul looks like. Um, I don't look too bad. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next question comes from. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. If if it comes out, I don't go bored. <laughs> go okay. go Cobra TV because Cobra's got the mullet. Right, he'll tell you he doesn't, but he's got a mullet right now, uh-huh. and that's that's why I want to see Paul with a mullet. You know. Okay, I'll do it. I, I'll I'll grow a mullet <laughs> out if it comes out in three seventeen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll start I'll, now. For, start for now. And by the time your mullet's out, it'll be out. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next question comes from Mason, who asks, "What do you think about a ground drone, similar to a Boston Dynamics Big Dog or Spot, that would act as a mobile inventory? Maybe two medium-sized small storage lockers on the sides and a small cargo grid on top. It's a cool idea. It's not needed. Like right now, we don't need it. Yeah. Yeah." Like it's like a lot of these ideas are cool. I think that's something that will be needed two, three years from now when it's like, I'm out of ammo. All of my magazines are empty. I'm in the middle of a firefight and I'm trying to take this base from this player. Fuck, you know, <laughs> uh, but that's a logistics problem. That's going that that's not needed for a long time. And I think CIG is trying to tackle issues that need they're needed right now. So, I don't know. Moving on. Um, <laughs> ground vehicles. Uh, from This is from Obese Bearman who asks, <clears throat> ground vehicles, what do you think we will see in the future? 
Uh, what would you like to see? Okay, Jawa, what about you? What what do you what would you what do you think we'll see in the future? And what do you what do you what would you like to see for ground vehicles? Well, I think we will we'll see uh, Fist Motorcycle. I think we'll see that. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe just kind of different vehicles for the different terrains. Um, maybe like a snowmobile or something like that. Okay. Um, but we already have dragonflies, so yeah. I mean, what's yeah, let's take use there. Um, or maybe more of a utility um uh vehicle that um you can I don't know, cut down trees with or something or um or use as a machine, but we already have a lot of that as well. Um, so like 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 I a cut, like a cutlass, but for ground vehicles, something that's yeah. can be done with multiple, like a multi-purpose sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's all I can really think of. Um, yeah. So ground vehicles right now. Um, yeah, I think that the motorcycle will come out first, and then Origin has theirs that'll mm. come out. Um, and G twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Fist, you already talked about the motorcycle, but what else are you interested in? Um, you know, I bought those G12s like a year ago. That'd be nice mm-hmm. to have. Um, I think we'll see variants uh, or or a different manufacturer make another tank. Uh, yeah, like a light tank they have versus tank. tank. Yeah, well, something that's faster, maybe you know, and yeah. and just add that that variant type of gameplay on there. Um, I think Chat called it here, uh, tow truck, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But but. Java, yeah. we could it would definitely make more sense to have a, a, a utility vehicle slash tow truck. It could do a little yeah. bit of everything yeah. and a, a um, vulture or a vulture, or, yeah, like like like, yeah. like a, no, like like the vulture, but on wheels. You know, something that's yeah, like yeah. repair, rearm, cargo, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, space tomato. What what do you what do you think we're gonna see, and what would you like to see? Honestly, I I don't really have much of an opinion on the ground base gameplay but i guess it'd be cool to see bigger versions of what we already have um a ground version of an aurora orion something that could sit in one spot bore into mm-hmm. the ground and just pull minerals out for days on end mm-hmm. but that you know the gameplay the gameplay that would have to surround that would be just a very challenging thing i just think the ground-based vehicles can be a kind of a slippery slope like, yeah. You don't want them to to try and come up with reasons for ground based vehicles, you know, especially when the focus should be on the spaceships. Right. Yeah. I agree. How about um, this? Just as an idea, how about a submarine or like a little yeah. watercraft that you could, you know, go out in one of the oceans of Stanton or whatever, or oh, yeah. and maybe go down underneath and look at the well sewage and trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I've, I think ground vehicles are going to be more common. I think because what right now CIG is trying to figure out what they can do for ground based <laughs> gameplay. Because they've, they've, they have these wonderful, you know, procedurally generated and hand touched up and crafted massive worlds where you use maybe a 1% of the actual planet and any kind of gameplay loop. So I know they want to try to do that more often. I, I, what I think is going to come next is uh, an ambulance. I think we're going to get an ambulance, a ground-based ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
something that doesn't use as much power and um, can can go over rugged terrain better or go through like overtrapped overcropped trees or locations where it would be difficult to fit like a cutlass red in. Um, something that'll get mm -hmm. you out of a combat zone yeah. and into an area where they can evacuate mm -hmm. from yeah. from there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tro but, troop transport would be nice yeah. to see. That, that too. I mean, I would love yeah. to see an APC. So you can, like, yeah. something that's better than we currently mm -hmm. have. And I, I've had this stupid idea for the longest time. So CIG, if you're listening, stop. But also, listen. Um, <laughs> take four uh, dragonflies, rip the, the seats off so that it's just the hover pads, weld them together, put just a flat, like, metal top onto it, and then just weld a giant cannon onto that. And then put an operator in like a steel cage and a gunner. And you have a mobile artillery platform. <laughs> call, it, call it the Drake broadside. Um, <laughs> so you can, you can fire long-term artillery shells and scoot away. And you just turn off the, the hover and you have some sort of ground stabilization, which just kind of walks to the ground. When you, you fight, you fire your cannon, then you turn on the hover and you just putter away. Something that is just ad hoc is heck, but is, and you can like, if you wanted to just run straight up to a, a, a tonk and fire point blank with this thing and maybe do some damage and just be scooting around with it. Because it sounds fun, it sounds stupid, and I love it. So, well, you know, <laughs> you make a great argument for mortar type of gameplay yeah. with a support. You know, if if we yeah, if we have it in, uh, it, it, as far as ships go, I mean, it'd be nice to. I, I guess it really depends on how much we're really going to be doing on the ground. <laughs> you know, with are we really going to be trying to take over other people's bases and stuff? And you really have to yeah. use everything ships and, 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 and ground vehicles and all that stuff. So, yeah. well, you also have things like um, the idea of having shields around ground bases. So it makes it harder mm -hmm. for you to just assault it with, with, with that. Um, mm -hmm. You also have the ideas of like, we know they're going to be ground bases, so you're going to have to, um, like use those bases for extracting minerals or producing things or whatever, uh, fuel stops, whatever, whatever the case. So we know that there's going to be some stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So Ooh, hover tank. Someone said hover yes. tank in chat. Yeah. That's basically what I, I don't think like, Drake would make that. No, Drake. Yeah. I would want to Drake would break down and maybe. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. I probably want orange and hover tank. That's that's yeah. what it would look like. Well. And Chad also mentioned um, the ability to take things apart and build your own. Yeah, I, yeah, I, so. I think that's that's a little too out of out like yeah. six years from now yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, I, I could see possible. Yeah. Somebody also mentioned a um, sand crawler for me, but so thank you, Chad. Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. The the ba the of the bare basics, a a, a flatbed. Yeah. Something allowed me to yeah. put a big whole sea container onto the back and just drive yep. it to locations. Yep. That's just, you know. But then again, a lot of this stuff, as Chad has been pointing out and Space has been pointed out, it's not really needed until you get a lot of the space stuff down. Because right, right, the right. one thing you'll hear a lot of people say is, I bought this to, as I bought a space game, not 
insert whatever stars they think star citizen is so and it's true the the main thing is space and we want to do space but i also can't help but my giant stupid idea of a giant hover space cannon um (laughs) i I wanted to see it it's all um okay and and dublar thackeray asked what two ground vehicles do you think they'll add next i think we already kind of covered that one so um rakin asks when pyro gets added do you think the community will adapt to engaging versus fun long distance travel cargo timers etc It Say that one more time, Paul. When it gets when, added. When Pyro gets added, do you think the community will adapt to quote-unquote engaging versus quote-unquote fun? Long-distance travel, cargo timers, etc. Basically that, do you think that the mentality will be moving away from just, I want my instant kill fun and more of a, mm-hmm. I'd rather be engaged by the game, meaning I'm playing the game think of it as a difference between call of duty and uh like wow whereas like call of duty is like instant i gotta go to actually go fight 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 versus like Mm -hmm. i gotta plan for this raid i gotta get my raid gear on i gotta go grind this out Mm -hmm. i gotta go do that you know those are two different audiences but you know they still have their own uh their their own yeah i i think I think that it really depends on what the pyro system has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, it's going to take you a while to get there. But there may be a group of people that say, hey, this is kind of cool. I want to hang out here because it's PvP all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a lawless um, area. Um, so I really think it has to do with what it has to offer. I mean, I, uh, Fist was Fist and I were talking about, hey, Orison's beautiful and all, but there's not much to do here. Yeah. So except for land on the cargo ships, but yeah. Space Tomato, what do you think? Um, do you think the the community will change from engaging, uh, adapt to more engaging gameplay rather than just pure fun gameplay? I think there will always be a subset of the community that just wants to get things done versus trying to be in, 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 as engaged as possible with the game. And I think those both those communities will grow as we go um i don't think there's going to be any major sort of shift but as new features are i think it's going to be less about more space being added and more about the features being added that Mm -hmm. makes people start to become more engaged with the game i don't think adding pyro will be the switch that flicks it really Hmm. fist what do you think i think engagement doesn't come necessarily with pyro i do think we'll see a reduction in griefing and pvp um just because we have more places to go more more space in between us but uh i i (laughs) i really don't think you see more engagement until we either see a wipe or we have where people don't have a million ships and or we really see like five six seven systems come out and you don't necessarily run into 60 people at, or 60, I wish, uh, 40 people at Port Olisar, you know, and, and there's bound to be, you know, 10 of them are going to be shooting other people. Uh, yeah. Once you spread out, yeah, we're not going to see that as much. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think Pyro does it alone. 
Yeah, I, I'm with Spaceman and Fist on this one. I think the key is that Pyro, just having Pyro in isn't some magic bullet. Pyro is just more space. Pyro is not engaging unless you have more players to play in and more things to do in it. Otherwise, it's just pointless, you know. So I think engaging versus fun is the wrong argument. I think it's the real way of looking at it is less engaging versus fun and more content versus action. Because I think as we move forward, you're going to have content. There will be, when you get more, like the cargo loading and unloading, for instance, that's something they've talked about, how you will physically move your cargo off and on ships mm -hmm. or possibly pay some, you know, an NPC to do it or have it done automatically, but it's a different thing. You even mentioned cargo timers. That isn't really engagement as much of this, it just it adds time while it also adds flexibility. Because now, if I'm a pirate, I can steal cargo. So disabling a ship and stealing their cargo is much more valuable to me than blowing them up or cause, making them uh, pay me a, a fee or whatever, because then I can steal that. You know, I can, I can just go in and just, you know, cool. You don't want to play ball with me, I'll knock you out and take your stuff. And I can actually take your stuff rather than just doing nothing. So it adds more than just to the, to the cargo hauler. It also adds to pirating. It also adds to smuggling. It also adds to all of these other features. So when you start adding that kind of content in, it starts to expand the gameplay overall. Well, it's not instant action. It's not pew, 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 you know, respawn, pew, 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 pew. It's still more stuff. And that is not pyro based. So, mm -hmm. Uh, next question is about Pyro from Hydrolux6557, who asks, are jump points really necessary for Pyro? Why can't they allow you to quantum there at a faster rate than normal so it doesn't take years to get there? That's not the problem. The problem is, is that Pyro is a separate map. So each system is its own map. So it's its own play area. And they connect these play areas with jump points. So what you would be doing by allowing you to quantum to high pyro in a different way would just be adding pyro to the map, which doesn't really solve the problem. It just increases entities at a very high rate, which would cause more problems down the line. So instead of expanding the map, what they need to do is be able to stitch two maps together through a jump point. So yes, you do need jump points for pyro. You don't really need them, because you can always do like the server hop thing, but then that just splits the community up. And so you have less players in a server, which isn't what you want. So it doesn't test the game. Because we have a system. Pyro being added doesn't change anything. It's just a system. What matters is that jump point and the technology that requires it. So what do you think, Fist? Um, well, it's just, I guess it really depends on how they're going to manage uh, shards and, and 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 all that type of technology? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I basically have the same opinion as you do, Paul. It's it's okay. It's it's not like D and D where you just flip the map over and like draw something different. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's a little different. So, um, I'm I'm I really wish we had more info on more details on what specifically they were going to do because i kind of nerd out about that stuff sometimes and 
We're gonna get a um, but, um, a cap a, a captain's table. A um, we're gonna be getting a uh, panel at CitizenCon about it. Right. Right. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Uh, tomato. What do you think? He fell asleep. I can't hear you. Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. Okay. Yeah. Jawa. <laughs> I'm same. Yeah, okay. it's. Yep. All right, we're working it down. We only have nine more questions to go, and I've 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 decided that from now on, because we usually get like so many questions going late, uh, I'll just start pausing the redemptions after like forty five minutes into the to that. That's that's good enough. If you're not here after forty five minutes of us talking, then you know you, you don't have to be here to answer crass questions. Be here early. Um. Oh, this is a good one. Gingy trucking, full on beam weapons for ships. When, aka Star Trek phasers. Whenever they get uh, <coughs> the the um, what is it the the Idris beam cannon, uh, the railgun type, the, of... yeah, the one that they swap out the railgun for the beam cannon for like the yeah. the, the laser, it, it's already in. We already have it. It's the mining lasers are just beams. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's just a matter of mitigating that into the combat system. <laughs> I may be wrong though. Uh, beam weapons are I think they'd be awesome um, yeah. I I really miss the tachyon cannons on the Bennu Defender um, what did Subliminal call them? Jesus beam? Someone call them Jesus beam because um, <laughs> they were like speed of light type uh, weapons and I thought that was really interesting and it's why I bought the Bennu Defender just to yeah. have them taken off the ship <laughs> they, they, they removed them from the game entirely because of the hits game yeah. just not working very well so it becomes yeah. super powerful I um, think beam weapons have to be I mean you talk about nerfing ballistics uh, yeah beam weapons would have to be just you know heat related or something and yeah. I, mm -hmm. I think it's a great idea just especially like a distortion beam you know shield's gone go in there guys Space Marino? Uh Can you repeat the question? Uh, uh, beam weapons, where are they? Like like lasers. Uh, I, I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no clue uh, okay. where beam weapons would be. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jawa, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, it's... All I know is they work because I was doing some mining and somebody flew in between me and what I was mining and yeah. And then I got a crime stat, stat even yeah. though they, but um, I don't know if they would come in. I really don't. Um, it'd be kind of an awesome day if they made like a Death Star or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smithy Bob, uh, Joe Bob asks, the, with the way the dynamic events are going, um, to be okay with the way that dynamic events are going to be working going forward. Do you imagine that the current events like IAE or ILW will get rolled into that system? They already are. The IAE is that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same system. Yeah. So yes, I do anticipate it. Um, that's a pretty easy answer. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, if you're if you're confused by that, um, if you watch the Tony Z video from a few months ago, he specifically says the IAE was the or the ILW was the first dynamic uh, system, the dynamic event system. So 
Uh, all right. Midnight Black SC asks, according to the official post on Spectrum, weapons of size five plus are meant to be anti-ship, while one to four is anti-fighter. With this in mind, does it make sense for the Redeemer to have size fives on the turrets? Uh, we already talked about that a little bit. Yeah, we talked about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. For the ground uh, targets. So the question is, do you think they'll be bringing him down to four? No. I, the, no. I, I, they're not, they're, it's not anti-fighter turrets. They're anti-ground turrets. They're ground support. Mm -hmm. It's like asking for, uh, you know, uh, an Apache helicopter to have, um, you know, be loaded specifically to, to counter, you know, fighter jets. It's like, it's not really designed. It's not what it's designed to do. <laughs> it's designed to shoot ground targets. That gun is not going to aim up very, very high. Um, all right. Cupan asks, what changes would you make to the new shield system? Or do you like it as it is? Tomato. I've, the new shield system, so what we're getting in 314. I have, yes. I've, I have not been able to test it out enough to say. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, like, so I, I like where it's going, but I just don't know it well enough. Like, I've read what they're saying, um, but actually seeing how it functions in game is different, and I've only really been able to spend a couple of hours with it. I, I personally, I need to wait till the emitters come in to really give a to give a good example because we don't know because this is like yeah. part one of a four part system that we still haven't don't have the other parts to, so yeah. it's hard to make an opinion on it. Uh, yeah, Jawa, the shield emitters are going to be very important. Jal, what do you what do you think? I, I'm with tomato. Um, it's I like the direction it's going. I like what I've read about it um, with the emitters and, but I also haven't gotten much gameplay with it um and really noticed much of it uh fist i've done a bunch of gameplay with it um <laughs> that's why i asked you last then you didn't have the answer <laughs> no i uh i actually didn't think i was gonna like the bubble shields uh going mm -hmm. back to bubble shields and i i i do i like them i think it I think it makes sense for the smaller ships to have bubble shields and the bigger ships to have shield faces. Uh, I think that is the way forward. And we're, that's how we're going to see the emitters come out like that. Um, I would, in the future though, I would like to see, I think we talked about it earlier, just a little bit of layering on the shields and, and having those specific shields to, to counter missiles or to counter bullets better and not just, you know, you have to buy a prowler to get a super on. But like they mm -hmm. make those shields and, and being able to layer things like that and choose, you know, do you want a balanced shield layout or do you want, you know, you're going up against these guys and all they have is lasers, like you're going to choose those shields and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think armor is going to play a big factor into that too. Yeah. Um, all right. Last, we're done. Last, last, the last question. We've got one, two, three, four, five questions left. Uh, I'll right. just answer this question because this is a pretty one. Uh, Fox uh, Foxy Trot asks: Should should CIG sell custom ship UI? For example, I really like the Aegis UI from Fall of Two Thousand report. I would say no. I'd rather them just give us the ability to customize UI in some way. But I could also see the ability to swap UI, like. If you like the Drake UI, being able to install the Drake UI onto every ship you have, even if it's not Drake. I could see that. 
but I also don't know how much of that is like, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Cause I also think that it kind of takes away from the uniqueness of the ships. If you, if you're able to just drop UI in, what do y'all think? I think no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think selling is the right idea. At the very yeah. least. No. No. I want to say no. I want to also say no. no. But I yeah. do think there's, as as a small transaction, maybe there's things. No, I don't want to. I don't want to get into microtransactions. With, yeah. With this game. I, we should. I, I mean, I'm I'm of the camp that we need to be able to change the freaking colors on our our HUD. Just like yes, you know, yes, let's, please, at the very, please. At the very least, there are people who are literally colorblind who play this game. Please change that. Be able yeah. to to change it to colors that aren't red green colorblind. You know, mm -hmm. or blue green colorblind. You know, <laughs> adding in drop shadow to yes. text would help a lot. Yeah. Um, I but I really and I think Jawal back me up here. I like the way you can customize. You know, like a three hundred I, and and maybe not. It shouldn't be a paid thing, or maybe maybe something small. But it'd be nice to be able to to customize something or to when you're out exploring, you find something that you could add to yeah. it and it gives you this kind of functionality but you had to find it it wasn't you didn't have to buy it you found it type thing. yeah that's that's yeah. more well, of like that... a operator mode though you know yeah. or like, or like like yeah like, like being able to install like infrared like yeah you know vision on your canopy or something like that but yeah yes exactly something like that would mm -hmm. be would be pretty cool yes uncustomizable ui no one buying specific ui elements mm -hmm. i think so yeah Kind of like the custom paints for the 100 that we received. Yeah. I don't even own one, so. I don't either. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, all right. Uh, a little bit of, little bit of uh, Madness asks, do you think CIG can make fully, fl uh, or how quickly do you, uh, do you think CIG can make a fully fledged system? One day, one month, three months? 10 systems versus 100 systems, four years, eight years to 100 years. Just like how fast do you think they'll be able to actually pull, uh, put out a system? Tomato. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's literally, there's literally no way of knowing. They've gone from four months to a week with the moons. They've gone from a year to, I guess, still a year with planets. Mm -hmm. uh, they could go from, what is technically five years down to one month with the systems there's there's no way of us knowing they they would have to be doing it incredibly fast though in order to hit any any sort of goal close to 100 within a reasonable amount of time so yeah i mean that's that's the two three four a quarter at some point wow but that's that's so far away yeah so so far away i what, what do you think jawa what do you think of speed um, yeah, I, I just, I'm with tomato again on this. It's taken them so long, but I'm wondering if this is a learning curve saying, okay, now we've got this figured out, that figured out. And so they'll put out another system, but it's slightly different. So they'll learn how that works. And then pretty soon they know how different parts of systems work. So mm -hmm. they, Hey, this one's relatively like Stanton. This one's relatively like pyro. So uh, we just need to tweak this and move move these planets here and here, and then maybe they can slowly, you know, it may slowly pick up speed. 
and they would start rolling them out quicker near the end. But at the beginning here, no, it's, I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're, I, Madison wants hard baths. I can't give you the hard bath because I don't know. We mm -hmm. don't know. Like, we have just now finished Stanton, and many people don't even consider Stanton finished because we've got, we've got the, a bunch of other things that need to be added. So the question becomes, and, and I honestly do not think that Stanton will ever be done. Mm -mm. Because they're going to constantly find new things to add to Stanton. When Pyro mm -hmm. comes in, whenever that comes in, maybe the end of the next year, when Nyx comes in, I still think that Nyx and Pyro are going to drop at the same time just because of how long it's going to take. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. server meshing, really, uh, not Pyro. Mm -hmm. um, if they both come in at the same time, they won't be done, ever. They'll constantly mm -hmm. add new things to, the, to, to those. Right. So yeah, the, I mean, they that's that's the plan. They yeah. they finished the Planet Tech last year, and within a month, within a freaking month after finishing it, they they were showing off new additions to it. They're going to be doing this for a decade at least. Yeah. So those things will never be finished. You're right. Yeah, uh, they'll never be finished. And, but the, the question becomes, what is fully fully uh, fully fleshed out? And you also got to remember that not every system is the same. Some systems are just dead systems. There's nothing in there. Like, and, and while that sounds, you know, oh, that's great. It's like, well, there's some gameplay there, but after you get these pallets done as well, that might speed up something. We know that Pyro's planets are done. We know that the problem with, with Pyro is right now is Ruin Station, which is getting done now-ish. It's being moved towards uh, more, it's being worked on, uh, which is why, like, I'm almost as sure that Pyro is going to be a part of the CitizenCon presentation just because, or the, the Ruin Stations will be part of the CitizenCon presentation just because of they're prioritizing it. But I don't think it's coming out in the game. So, uh, and that took like a year or something like that, or, or a couple of months. So, and it's also hard to tell because, you know, the reason the thing that took a year or took a couple of months was four dudes, four people in an office, and they built Montreal specifically to make systems. Yes. So we don't know how fast they're going to be able to make it. If four people can do that with the tools they have now, and they have mm -hmm. a studio of a hundred people, if half of them are just dedicated to churning out systems, in theory, you could do five systems a quarter, 10 systems a quarter almost. Mm -hmm. Like it really depends. And that's the problem is that we don't know the speed that they can do it because they're yeah. speeding up. There's yeah. We also don't know how much they're going to apply. They, we know they're going to reuse assets in other landing zones, but we just don't know how particular they're going to be with their landing zones. You know, is yeah. is Spider, is it going to be using stuff that we can still find in Stanton? Is uh, Ellis going to be using stuff that we can find in Magnus? Like, how much are they going to change the, 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 the high-tech architectural style from... Um, from uh, Castra to Stanton versus the utilitarian style colonial. It's just, there's so many things that they've created and we don't know how much they're going to reuse, not reuse, port over here, not do over here. How crazy are they going to go with creating the water planet, for instance? Like, it's just, yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and they're definitely going to reuse assets. Uh, a, that's yeah. how you make video games. B, um, if I go to New York and look at a skyscraper and I go to London and look at a skyscraper, Unless you're an architect, you won't really notice the difference. There's skyscrapers, mm -hmm. you know. There, there's there are there. I'm sure there's 
I'm not morphologist. I'm sure there are some very, very complicated different ways of looking at um, at various structures. But most people, if if you look at a skyline that was just just skyscrapers and you cropped it off just to see the skyscrapers and said, where is this? You could be anywhere. And 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 so if you and if you look at like Stanton right now, all of the landing zones have the same towers. Like since Area 18 and uh, like like if you look at the skyline of Area 18, you look at the skyline of New Babbage, you look at the skyline of Lorville, and to a degree the skyline of of uh, of um, Orison. Orison. Orison, you're going to see reused assets. There's going to be some changed around a little bit. They've manipulated it here and there, but it's reuse of assets. So, and that's hard to tell, you know. So, um, you know, I, I have a dissenting opinion, I think. I think I think they're going to churn them out quick. Yeah. But I think they're going to churn out 80 to 80 to 90% of it. Like we're going to see systems and planets, especially dead planets or whatever, just it'll just come in cuz Montreal, that's all Montreal's doing, right? Yeah. It's just systems. And they don't have to worry about, you know, working on server meshing and stuff. So, if that's 100% of their job and if they're going to start punching them out, especially now that they're, they're working on a better tool set that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is going to be the long pull for that is the last 10% making that handcrafted landing zone, making that handcrafted city look, even though reusing assets, making it look unique from everything mm-hmm. else. Right. Um, the only part of Orison that I was really underwhelmed with was it's a green version of Microtech, right? Yeah. Whereas Lorville and Area 18 are drastically different. Uh, Orison and Microtech look extremely similar, at least with the textures and the panels and the assets they're using. And we got to think, there's there's Gion stuff and there's Banu stuff and there's... Um, you know, when we go to one day when there's soul, we're going to have all these old things. And um, I think I think they're probably working on asset packs right now. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to come out fairly quick. I think we might see, like, 80% work done on maybe, like, 10 a quarter. And then it's going to take a while to get that last – the last pieces done, the final passes. And then – you know, yeah. Planet Tech Five or whatever the next Planet Tech comes out, they'll, you know, revamp all that stuff again. And I, I, it's, but, but I think you're right. I think the biggest thing to remember is that first off, Star Citizen isn't a systems game. This isn't Elite Dangerous. This isn't No Man's Sky. This isn't where someone walks around waving a big, big dick and going, you know, um, We've got a billion planets in our uh, billion star systems with trillions of planets. It's like, that's not Star Citizen. Star Citizen's never been like it. Never been like that. They've set 100 planets or 100 systems with, you know, a couple hundred planets. But, you know, the point was more on the handcrafted nature rather than the procedural generation. And a lot of that stuff isn't like a time issue. It's not like a, like a, oh, it takes us so much time to make this. A lot of it is... Uh, tech, backend tech. There's no point in making systems if you can't make jump points. Like we're waiting for server meshing to be finished so they can put in jump points. And jump points and systems aren't going to make this game fun. The gameplay will. So 
I'm not in any rush to see them jumping, uh, jumping into, you know, pyro as long as I can get more stuff completed or more gameplay added. And when they add systems, that's cool. But the, you know, the combination of things like it's not a lot in comparison. It's not, it's using some proc gen, not really. And there's a lot of tech hurdles that they, they have to, uh, they have to go over before they get to that. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like 80% or like you said, 80 to 90% of this stuff just done in a year mm-hmm. because it really depends on a lot of factors. And as we all said, we just don't know those factors yet because we're not there yet. You know, look at ships. Ships are pr- punched out in a couple of months and they're a lot, you know, a lot more complicated than a couple of dead rocks that are proc and then walk through for cleanup. So, I don't know. Um, all right let's move on to the last three questions bacon's live asks isn't the salvage on the roadmap just a back end and not gameplay implementation yet let me take a look at that um it's not under gameplay that's 317 my bad uh no, it's under it's under uh, it's under gameplay. It says tech for sure. It says feature included uh, as all backend tech list tasks required to implement the initial implementation of salvage gameplay and missions, uh, and that is VFX team and weapon feature team. It's uh, so that is there. It also has uh, the Gray Cat multi tool salvage attachment, which is added at that time as well. Designing and creating the multi tool. Salvage attachment includes asset creation, animation, and balancing. So while, yes, it also still has the multi, the, the attachment. Um, so yeah, the, the, the thing in there says tech, but it also has the tools for it. So yes and no. Um, but I still wouldn't expect either of those things to be done in 316. Not, not based off of what we've talked about in the past. Yeah. Uh, all right. Griffin asks, uh, Griffin Gaming RPG asks, your thoughts on the surge of positive reviews of Elite Dangerous by Star Citizen players. I'm sorry, Star Citizen by Elite Dangerous players. I swapped that in my brain. Um, What are your thoughts on the surge of positive reviews of Star Citizen by Elite Dangerous players who come over during the Invictus Flyweek who are are unhappy with the Odyssey update? Um, I'm going to go with, I think space tomato. Didn't you talk with an elite commander recently or is that somebody else? Am I thinking? Yeah. 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 Niku from Remlock industries, pretty big content creator. He's been doing elite dangerous stuff for years. Uh, we had a full podcast episode. It's up on the YouTube channel. It's up on my podcast. Yeah. It. We talked oh, about it a little bit. What based off of your conversations though with him, what do you, what are your thoughts on this, this surge of positive news? Why do you think it's just people trying, willing to try something out now that they weren't before for some people, for other people, it's a little bit of the, uh, rebound period. Some people are finding more exciting with star citizen because of their disappointment with elite dangerous. And some people are just, yeah, I think, I think a big part of it is people just willing to try something new out when when your game that you've been waiting for to make a big change doesn't necessarily make the change you were looking for you tend to open your horizons a little bit that doesn't mean that people have ditched elite dangerous by any means but 
uh, I think it does mean that people are going to be a little bit more interested in trying other things out and maybe consider sticking somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Fist, what do you think? Um, so I, I downloaded the lead dangerous about six months ago and, Mm -hmm. uh, I did the tutorial mission in the Sidewinder, I think, and I was unimpressed, uh, especially after playing Star Citizen. And uh, so I never, I, I haven't played it since. <laughs> I do, I do have a plan to play it, but I think people are uh, right now they're liking the Kool Aid, and I think of Star Citizen and, and ED is it's a cool game, but it's it just doesn't have the depth. And now mm-hmm. that Star Citizen's playable alpha is a lot, has more depth. And there's, you know, the, the, just the differences between the games. I think that's what ED wants to do mm-hmm. eventually. Now, I've also heard that the developer of uh, Elite Dangerous is, like, they, they're not, they don't really listen to their community as far as what I've been told. They're not a very responsive developer. They're just, sticking it out there and it's like if you like it like it if you don't don't buy it um and i think cig is the complete opposite of that i think they are so involved with the community that that's that's what keeps me around a lot of the times is when i get bored with the gameplay i start to you know delve more into the community in the future of star citizen and I have not seen it to, at that level for Elite Dangerous, right? I know there's people that stream and 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 there's content creators out there, but I, I just I see Star Citizen's community being tighter, um, even though we argue a lot. But that's what keeps me around uh, in, in the game, and and I don't I never felt any of that for ED or or X Four or mm-hmm. any of those other type of space games. I, I will say there's there's very few people on my list of people who I won't let on the captain's table. Like, this community is very, very, very awesome. Though I also have known a lot of people from the elite community. And I know they used to be pretty tight as well. But mm-hmm. that was four years ago. So, like, things, a lot of those people who used to play elite that I know who played elite stopped playing elite a long time ago. So... Uh, I mean, a great example is... And I keep bringing him up as Cobra. Cobra... Yeah was he started in Grand Theft Auto 4, and then he moved over to No Man's Sky. And he was, I mean, he was bigger than, like, more gamer in No Man's Sky. I mean, he constantly had developers on, and he was the hub for streaming and and news and all that stuff. And that lasted for less than a year. And he just completely dumped it. And moved to Star Citizen without looking back at all. And I think he's played No Man's Sky like maybe five times in the last year. Mm-hmm. And that that says a lot. I mean, that he went from a release game to an alpha that's years away from being finished. Because I think a lot of it is the community um, in Star Citizen. It's just awesome. Uh, I mean, bring up Cobra. Um, he's managed to get one of the voice actors for the game to play Star Citizen <laughs> and stream at a regular basis now. To the point where yep. I recognize her voice and can put, pick her out in game. I walked mm-hmm. into the to the to the to the Orison um, 
hospital. I'm like, that's Anna. That's, that is definitely Anna. Like I recognize <laughs> that voice. I follow her enough and will watch her, watch her content enough to know her voice. It's like, yep, that's her. And, and she eventually said, yeah, it's her. That's, that's a good example. I think, I think of, of the kind of, the kind mm-hmm. of weird community we built here in, in Star yeah. Citizen. Yeah. Um, I will point out that there, there are waves of content creators. So we've had mm-hmm. probably a hundred yeah. plus content creators who used to, to mainline Star Citizen who either don't or just stop streaming, you know, over the years. So these things go in waves. Uh, Jawa, what do you, what do you think? Why do you, why do you see a lot of elite commanders coming over to star citizen? I haven't, um, I've never played elite. Um, hmm. but one thing that, you know, just hearing, um, everybody, oh my God, I hope this year's, um, you know, uh, what was that? Um, the, the last event that we had, it like fell on its face last year and this year it rolled out and it was it was pretty solid to be honest with you it was pretty solid invictus was pretty solid and maybe some of the elite people were having you know they were disillusioned with what some of the stuff that was happening with their game and then they um heard hey it it's much better this year you know it's pretty solid and they came over some of them came over to look at it for the first time and learning you can get out of your ship and walk around and make friends and um the big head floating there when you walk into Invictus and um and you can get coffee and um it, maybe it was just more engaging for him so I, I just think that um I, I think it helped that we had a, a good Invictus launch week and it, servers weren't crashing and everything wasn't going wrong that, that's just my little take yeah. on it yeah. um, I'm going to say something controversial but and I'm glad that Many more elite dangerous people are coming over to check out Star Citizen and enjoying it. They're going to go back to elite when they fix the problems. They'll come back to Star Citizen when there's more content. But they, many people who play elite are like people like me. I like space games. Give me more space games. I know, yeah. I know, I know Tomatoes audience doesn't like this, but I love it. I Starfield. I'm looking forward to Starfield. I'm look. I may not buy it on first day. I, I may buy it on first day just to review it, so I can tell people if it's good or not. But I like it. I like the idea. Give me more space games, please. Um, space science fiction. I love that genre. I love this kind of this this kind of content. I like making game like videos and all sorts of things with this kind of content. So many people in Elite Dangerous are the same. A lot of people have just shoved off Star Citizen to the side because they like Elite so much. Now that Elite is in kind of a weird lull period because of the problems with Odyssey, they're deciding to pick up Star Citizen and they're finding they like it. Some of them may stick around forever, but a lot of them will probably go back to Elite when they fix the problems. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I think it's a, a give and take. Uh, now, mm-hmm. this is a good question, Griffin, especially towards the end of the end of the podcast, because on Wednesday, I am bringing in two elite commanders, maybe three, if I can get a handle of one other person, to come in and talk why who play Star Citizen and to ask them why they moved over to Star Citizen, what's the reasons why they did, and kind of t- talk a little bit more in depth about that. Kind of what you did with, with Space Tomato with, with, with um, go watch Space Tomato's thing, but, you know, uh, just because I'm curious and I want to do a little bit more midweek content. So this is going to be like Wednesday when that comes out. So in the middle, middle of the day. So, um, all right. Next question comes from Cupan who asks, 
Thoughts on the Connie Taurus? This is the last question, actually. Thoughts on the Connie Taurus now that it has been released to the PTU for the guests? For you, because I already talked about this. Let's start with you, Jawa. Your thoughts on the Connie Taurus? To be honest with you, I haven't been able to even go check it out. It's not even in my inventory. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I haven't been able to check it out. Uh, Fist? Oh, been able to personally look at it. But we have one of our uh, our Discord guys named Skidmark. He he actually put up a video so I could see it on the inside and him getting in. And um, I really appreciate the aesthetic of it. I mean, it's very it's – it's another Connie, but a little bit different. Um, I, I think it's it's about time. It's in game, right? One of the original five. Um, but you know, there's nothing crazy special about it that would push me to go buy one over the already cargo ships I already have, right? So, mm -hmm. I, I, as far as as far sorry, as far as Connies go. If I was going to buy a Connie, it'd probably be either the Andromeda or the Aquila because I those those loops interest me more than cargo running with a ship that doesn't have as much cargo as I thought. Mm -hmm. Tomato? Uh, just another Constellation. <laughs> it's already not really a, a ship series that I'm too excited about, but I'm glad that they've finally finished it out. And, you know, they'll have to go back to it at some point in the future now. But uh, it's good that the whole lineup is there. It's it's a constellation with a larger cargo area, which yeah. is good. So, some people got mad at me last year, last week for saying that. It's just a Connie. It's another Connie. Like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad it's out. But what were you people expecting? It's a Connie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a comedy. Yeah, I think people yeah. were expecting yeah. a rework. Yeah, but I mean, they never said it was going to be a rework. Like, the, like they they yeah. even said, went on the record and said it's not a full rework. Um, I think they'll go mm -hmm. they'll go over it and give it the gold standard, just like they're doing with the six hundred, just like they're doing with the retaliator. It'll get gold standarded, and it'll look yeah. mint. It'll be great. But I don't think that's going to happen until yeah. probably at the earliest next year. Now that it's all done, yeah, earliest next year. Um. All right, that's the last question. Thank you so much to Space wow. Tomato and to, to Fist and to Ajawa for sticking around for us for this hour, 45 minutes. Uh, Space Tomato is going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It is uh, 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, Sorry boy. about that, man. Thank you so much for, for hanging out with us for this one. Um, I will, if you, if you watch this, thank you for watching. If you uh, want to comment down below if you are uh, watching on YouTube. Let us know your own questions. I know I'll go through it. I'm sure Fist, Jello, and, and Space Tomato will, will come through at some point. Um, if you enjoyed this, like the video. Subscribe if you like more content. And join us here on Twitch on Saturdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, to ask your own questions live and to hang out with the rest of the community and that kind of stuff. So, And like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. Adios. Right.